Thank you. Next! <laughs> okay. First things first, your exes should be blocked. You know, acknowledging the good things and moving on. We're not about bad vibes here. Are you relationship experts? No. no. <laughs> My pants were wet. <laughs> it ain't even about BDE anymore. It's about thank you, next energy, yeah? Oh, hi, 2021 listener. Keeping it casual with a little thank you next. Hello, it is 2021 and you are still here. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Woohoo! We made it. You're listening to Thank You Next. This is a podcast about recognizing your relationship losses, aka L's. That's what we call them, but some people, they don't know, but that's what it is. Uh, and this podcast is basically about turning those L's into lessons and winning because we are winners we're all winners here no second prizes so one of these winners is me raj hello raj nice to meet you hello hello hardeep and i'm hardeep right so if you google us don't actually know what will come up but actually no 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 that's all i do what comes up if you google us well if you google me yeah what comes up if if, if someone was to google you a press article from uni oh yeah i've done that i googled you i know yeah oh god why did you google me why did you do that you were not telling me certain things and i was like i'm just gonna google you anyway i don't care so what didn't i tell you oh i think it was about the dancing i was trying to find out which videos you had oh the dancing's not gonna be on google anyway but we are two creatives who've taken a shit ton of l's but basically over lockdown we managed to turn some of them into lessons that is what we do here on this thing this podcast oh and when we say relationships, we don't just mean the romances, the fuck boys or the fuck girls or whatever fuck people. We mean talking about all the other relationships that play a massive part in our lives, like the friendships, the frenemies, the families, the work politics. Maybe that co-worker that just unfollowed you on Instagram and... Did your co-worker just unfollow you? <laughs> no, you are my co-worker. Are you sure? <laughs> that is actually really weird. I had a co-worker once that blocked me. I think I kind of worked out that they think I snitched on them for something, which I didn't. But like, they didn't even give me a chance to explain. They just like made me the enemy. I was like, okay... I think that's really dumb when you know you're gonna have to see that person and talk to them. They got fired. Okay... Ooh. Wow. Um, I've been followed some of my co-workers though, when I find them really boring and annoying. I'm like, ugh, why am I following you? I want good content. Good curated content. Sorry, you're not providing enough of that for me. Some people you just have to follow, innit? Because you follow them. Nah. Nah. Some people I just follow. No, it's not, it's not correct. It's not a correct way of doing things. <laughs> so we'll be figuring out what the lesson and win was from the different experiences that we're going to be chatting about and saying thank you next in a positive way so we're learning and moving forward although moving on and moving forward it's not always the straightest path you know it's not like a to b sometimes it's a b minus a back into a different alphabet that doesn't exist and then forward again sometimes i take a step forward and then 10 steps back but eventually i get to where i need to be I think that's a very nice way of putting it because I think that's put a lot of stuff in perspective in my head, like things that have happened this week. And I'm like, I need to stop being so hard on myself, but also so hard on others, as we're going to talk about a little bit later. Yes, exactly. Spoiler alert. Oh, shit. So, guys, we want to know what you want to say thank you next to, because, you know, it's not just about me and Hardeep. Email us at hi, thank you next podcast at gmail. 
Com and follow us on the socials for a little bit of extra content. You know, we clip all the best bits of the podcast. Well, not the best bits, but the teasers. We put a lot of teasers out on there. Right now, there's a clip of uh, Hardy wanting me to cover up with my dad. And you get to see our beautiful faces and our banter. Sometimes us taking the piss out of each other. It's just excellent content, really. It's really good, isn't it? By the way, me and Raj... It's really good content, isn't it? Sorry, it's actually Buddy G who's joined us for this episode. Special guest. Special guest is Shapuri G. I'm here. I came all the way from Hounslow. Should we get him on? 2021? We should actually hit him up, Shapuri G. I have like approached his agent before and she's always like said no. So we'll try. So what's been going down this week then? I heard that you uh, unfollowed your girl crush and that. I actually unfollowed Chelsea a little while ago. Chelsea Grimes. I mentioned her in two episodes ago that I'm in love with her. Uh, Raj says I'm only in love with her because she looks like me, which could be quite accurate, actually. One morning I got up and I've spoke about it on a previous episode that when I look at my phone in the morning, I look at social media. It's not it's never a good decision. Never, ever a good decision. And I woke up that day and for some reason she posted, I don't know, she posted a picture and I wanted to get to the bottom of whether she was still with Megan, Megan from Love Island. And at the time when I was scrolling, she looked single and I was like, yes, get in, mate, get in. You've got a chance. And then um, I Googled it and then she'd been like spotted with Megan like two days before, like, you know, outside a nightclub having a kiss or something. I was like, oh, God, no, I just felt really disheartened. And yeah, I followed her. Didn't want to see it anymore. You unfollowed her because she was in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't know I exist. And she will when we drop that video. Do you still pre on her account? Do you like? Nah, no. If she comes up, because we've got like mutual friends, I guess. There are times where she like pops up and then I remember about her again. But I don't think about her like every day. It's just like, oh yeah, that's that hottie. Like, you know. Look at your face lighting up when you're chatting about her. <laughs> wow. I'm basically talking about myself though, aren't I? You are. I just don't have a six pack. Not yet. And successful career as a singer. Oh, is that what you want? Do you want a successful career as a singer? No. Okay. I was getting excited. I was like, shit, I can be Simon Cow. We can fuck shit you up. Hear what I've got. Yeah. Sing someone? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Going nowhere fast, we've reached a climax. We're together now we're undone. Come in, so would you still run away? Okay, I think you need to work on your pitch a little bit. Away. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, me and Chelsea are done and I'm going for a singing career. But in other news, Raj, over the festive period, what was going on with your pen pal? Me and my pen pal are done done, mate. It's it's all over. I don't believe it. You know how many times I heard this? I don't believe it. It's done. It's gone down the dustbin. It's never done, it's mate. Done how long have you been chatting to him? Since probably July. Uh... July. But it's like, it's been left in 2020, like many things. You know, I've chosen to leave it in the year that we all want to forget. So I don't really pay it much attention. It's not really something I'm going to discuss. We're not going to talk about it on the podcast anymore. We're not. No, I'm like I, there's nothing to say about it, and I'm I'm genuinely I'm I'm not even. I don't think I'm interested anymore. What's the reason? What is the reason? Ugh, I feel like if it was going to go anywhere, I was going to know during this time if it was going to go anywhere or if it wasn't because. Christmas, when you're at home for Christmas and you're off, it's like when you talk to people because you want to and you're not talking to people as a distraction because they distract you from your daily mundane life and job. Do you know he was off? He was off. And 
I hardly heard from him. And I'm just like, that just cemented it for me. The only reason you speak to me is because I'm a distraction to you when you're doing your job and you're bored. He doesn't even message me regularly, even when he's doing his job anymore. So I just think, okay, like he's really not interested. And I need to accept that and just be like, cool. I don't know. We might stop talking to each other. We might not. But like the talking now is literally just speaking, talking. That's it. There's no, um, oh, does, does this mean this? Or, oh, I'm excited. He messaged me. So I don't care if you message me or you don't. I feel sad at the death of Pen Pal. Why? You did not like Pen Pal at all. Yeah, but it just gave me so much to talk about. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll have something else to talk about. Who knows? Yeah, hopefully. That, have you thought about not resolutions, but like anything you want for this year? I do set goals for myself and I started writing the goals in November. So I write them down on paper in every area of my life what I want. So I started in November and I finished before the new year. Like I, I just felt like I had to get it done before the new year just so I've got some sort of some direction to what I'm doing. Anything you're going to share with the podcast? Uh, that mean you're going to do the acting course? You know what I mean? We're going to do it. I don't give a fuck, man. Like we're going to be in a movie with Rose Ahmed and he's going to be like, who the fuck are these mad women? Get them off set. But we're going to be like, nah, man, we got these roles. There you go. We're here. Um, I'm just going to stare at his face. You know, like I think he's very pretty. I used to really fancy Riz Ahmed back in the day. He's so pretty. You know, I met him once, but I just didn't recognize it then. How tall is he? I just wanted to say as well, not like I would have a problem with him. Like I'm not, I'm not sizeist. I just was asking. I think he might be roughly maybe a little bit shorter than you or similar height to you. I don't mind. Um, actually, no, I don't want to get into this because then someone will say I'm sizeist or something. No. Okay, fine. Well, listen, I'm short as fuck and I just like a tall man because that's just what I'm attracted to. I can't help it. I did have a go at my cousin actually about this. She's like a bit, she's smaller than me and she's like, I need a man who's six foot. And I was like, no, you fucking don't, mate. What for? Girls have this. And I saw a tweet the other day and it's like, if you are literally five foot three, you do not need a six foot man. It's like really immature, like a waste of time, waste of conversation. Really, your perfect guy's going to come over and he's 5'8 and you're going to have a problem with that. Like there's more of a problem with you then really, isn't there? Yeah, it's so true. I think dating app culture has made this problem bigger than what it is because I think ideally we're all like oh tall dark and handsome yeah I'm a... but um with dating apps it's like you can literally reject someone just based on their height because you'll just be like oh he's not six foot fuck it I'm not against dating someone who's like my height I have dated someone who was smaller or around my height before it sometimes it's like it doesn't make you feel feminine does it because it well this is how it makes me feel sometimes when someone's like smaller than me it makes me feel less feminine or if they're skinnier than me it makes me feel less feminine but they these are my problems like that's not their problem yeah i just have to say if a, if a man is skinnier than me i i, I feel jealous <laughs> yeah i don't know it always used to make me feel i'm like why are you skinnier than me but that's my yeah. own problem yeah, i don't know this is it's interesting isn't it like yeah I can't curse my cousin too much for being like, I want a six foot man because I was probably the same. And I I'm probably, no, I know I was the same. I know I have said the same shit when I was younger. Thank you, Next. So before we get into the big L's, we're going to say thank you, Next is something that has gone down in the world recently. So, Raj, do you want to start? Okay. All right. All right. Listen. Okay. 2020, we know everyone like has a lot to say about this year. A lot of stuff. Before we get started, yeah. Hmm. I just want to say this one really riled you up, didn't it? It really, really like I actually was sending going. you voice notes about it, being like, "Can we talk about this, please?" But I didn't even want to talk about it on the podcast. I just wanted to like talk to you about it because I was just like, "What the fuck is going on?" And also, 
We put out a New Year's post, didn't we? And we were just like, we don't want to use this language because it implies hustle culture because this implies this. And that implies- we spent ages going mad about this post that we were going to do. And I don't even think anyone fucking liked it. So anyway. It's the, the narrative around last year and this year, 2020, 2021. It's so complicated. Like the right way to go about it. There's common sense and there's not using common sense. And there was this post that I just kept seeing being shared everywhere i saw people i know who i follow who you know i want to unfollow them now because i'm just like did you really share this and actually went back through their socials the other day because i was looking for this post and they've deleted it now so i'm wondering what the hell happened there but this was the post that diddy put up and it's literally black and white black tile white writing big writing if 2020 didn't bring the hustle out of you it ain't in you some of the comments on this post on god can't stop, won't stop. Someone called Champagne Packy, bruv. What what are you doing? Do we say that word, by the way? I don't know. Why has he called himself Champagne Packy? Anyway, he's done a big black tick. <sighs> people are like, facts, word, 100%, word up. Then you've got people being like, this is not it, big dog. A lot of people died and went through it. Someone else, encouraging everyone who had a rough year to keep going and don't read into this. It means nothing. The hustle will come back. Guys, let's just get you know now i'm looking at it my friends liked it and i'm just i'm gonna have to talk to him about it because he's liked it this has really annoyed me and this has genuinely upset me me and hardeep i mean i think we've been really lucky in the sense of we've worked throughout this pandemic Mm. so far we've had paid work we work in an industry where we're freelance like we could have been let go of very easily and we've been lucky we've we've worked so it hasn't really affected us in the way where it might have affected others and clearly there are certain people that are benefiting from this But those people come from a place of privilege. And if you're coming from a place of privilege, like Diddy, who is so fucking rich, lives in a house with a pool with all his family and la-di-da-di-da. You know, we saw those Insta lives. Who are you speaking to when you post something like that? And what are you trying to make people feel? And what bullshit are you putting on those people? So basically what you're trying to say is like, if you haven't done something hustly with your life this year, that means the hustle ain't in you. No. Hold on. People's jobs are being taken away from them. We're barely allowed to go out. Some places have been in lockdown way longer than us. Why would anyone post something like this? And then on top of that, why are people being like, on guard? Do you genuinely believe that? Like, what echo chamber are you living in? Who are you following on your socials? It's just pissed me off so much that even a celebrity like Diddy, who has experienced loss and all sorts of shit in his life, I'm just like, really, like, you fucking posted this. And what's pissed me off more is that I've seen it shared everywhere on people's stories, on their Twitter. It is like very, very out of touch. But the other thing is like, when you post things or when we post things, we're not trying to make other people feel bad about their lives. Do you know what I mean? Like We do think about it, right? We think about Yeah. Like even our captions and stuff, like we think about like even with our happy new year caption, mm. we thought about that and we were like, Oh, does this sound hustly? Because we don't want to sound hustly, or does this sound out mm. oh we don't want anyone to feel bad about 2021 or 2020 or whatever we had it and yeah we what did we end up going with we just went with happy new year let's get it even let's get it when you said that to me i was like oh my god does that sound hustly is it all right and in the context of that it's like happy new year let's get it but you could say it every day let's get it at the start of every day yeah let's get it and it could mean anything it could mean let's go get those eggs like even earlier i was brushing my teeth and i was like oh man i need to go hang this uh background up so i can do the podcast i was like nah and then i was like come on let's 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 get it let's just go hang it let's get it let's go go gotta go iron it you gotta go 
do this thing. Yeah, I think that comment about it being out of touch is basically exactly what it is. Like a millionaire in his house saying, oh, it did bring the hustle out of you. Like he's obviously worked very hard in his life and, you know, he's got to where he's got to, whatever. I don't think you should then put a post out to then shame people for not hustling. Like that's not, it's not for everyone. That's not what everyone wants to do. And also not everyone's in a position to hustle. The year's been mad. So yeah, I follow Lizzo. Like, I really love her, and she threw a little shade. So she wrote a little caption saying, "I saw somewhere if you ain't find your hustle this year, then the hustle ain't in you." Nah, this year wasn't given to us in the form of an incubator for growth. If you found growth, I'm proud of you. If you found yourself shrunken, I'm proud of you because this year was about survival. Everyone reading this post is a survivor, and that means the hustle is definitely in you. Celebrate yourself safely and lovingly. Agreed. Thank you, Lizzo. Preach. I did find it quite insensitive. Like a few people who I like follow were posting like highlights of 2020 and things like that. And I guess it's really nice like to share and remind yourself of the good things. I think that is great. I don't know why people can't do that without posting about it. Like why can't you reflect and actually genuinely have gratitude for the things that have gone really well without sharing it and putting it in other people's faces and like publishing it. And there's some people who are obviously doing that for their career. Like, oh, you know, like we work in media. So it's like, look at all the cool things that I've done this year. Like it's like a showreel. Like, you know, the, the best nine thing. Like I genuinely did not want to see anyone's best nines this year. And I didn't care about their intentions behind it. And you could have had the sweetest, purest intentions behind it. But I'm really sorry. I found it really insensitive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I did, I did a reel, right? I did a reel with like a couple of highlights, but it was like dumb things. Like me and my mates in a rickshaw ride, me and my mate walking on a beach, just little things because I was like if I want to look back on this year I just want to remember what I did this year yeah and that's a lot of people use social media for that don't they like a it's like an an updated version of like an album yeah I don't know it's weird it's just a weird weird time for everyone it's just how is it going to make someone else feel you can't say that every time every single time you post something no but it's just like it's just that it wasn't it was an exception this year it was a very very weird year it was a very very tough year and like you know people have lost loved ones and yeah, I just don't know if that was, it's in the best taste to be doing your best nines and shit this year. It's just like not really. On a side note though, I think this year has made people be more versatile, more flexible, you know, like with meetups and like talking to people, using Zoom, house party, WhatsApp, video call, all that, all that thing. You still get ghosted though. Thanks, but uh, next. Hardy, has anything happened this week that you want to say thank you next to? <laughs> Yes. I was at work and I saw a Daily Mail article. I know that's disgusting. <gasps> that, not I know the Daily Mail. There. If we could cancel them every week, we would. I mean, not cancel. We don't believe in cancelling. But, you know, um, if we could, time to do one every week. We'd include them in this section every week if we could, basically. So I came across this headline that was, Greece is racist. Greece, the film, is racist, rapey, homophobic and slut shaming and should never be shown on TV again. Say woke snowflakes. Obviously, reading this, I was just like, what the fuck? Like, But wait, what's a snowflake? So, a snowflake is... I'm trying to think of who I know who said it. I think I know, like, Donald Trump has said it. Oh, oh. People we wouldn't relate to. <laughs> people we don't re relate to or agree with would use the term snowflake to refer to our generation or, like, young people to say that they're like delicate like a snowflake and they're like easily offended emotional and like always causing problems so yeah i saw the headline and i actually forgot about it but then i was listening to a radio and then i heard like a discussion about the film and loads of people were like texting in saying 
yeah, everyone's a snowflake these days. Just let it go. Because people on Twitter had basically picked up on scenes that they thought were racist, bit rapey, homophobic, or like slut shaming. So yeah, I want, what am I saying thank you next to? I think I'm saying, I'm saying thank you next to Daily Mail, even though Daily Mail always in there. But also people just using the word snowflake instead of actually listening or considering someone's point of view all the comments i saw on twitter and i heard on the radio were just they weren't even ready to hear what the other person had said they weren't even open to interpreting what they might have thought was racist or rapey or homophobic or slut shaming which are important things that we should hear other people's views about mm, do you think it's because for a lot of people Greece is like one of those movies that they've got fond memories of watching with their family and that's the thing people don't like change sometimes they're so like no i have cow's milk ew no i have wholemeal bread like i'm so used to this and this is what it is i mean like when people were first saying stuff about harry potter even though Mm. i've said to you before i have my own views sometimes about harry potter being problematic you know for a second i was i didn't i didn't want harry potter to be cancelled because i love it so much i'm still open to hearing why people believe something is problematic like why is that why can you not be open to have a conversation so I think that's it, actually. I'm saying thank you next to people calling people snowflakes based on not even listening, not even actually taking it in. Thank you next. Alrighty, it's time to get in the lessons. It's time for the lessons. Are you excited for the lessons? I am getting period pains right now, but I'm trying to be excited. What up, me? Even if they ghosted you, that doesn't mean they won't haunt you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What does that mean? Does it sound like a ghost? Does it sound like I'm telling you a supernatural? It sounds scary. I feel like I've gone to Halloween. Oh, we should have done this for our Halloween. Oh, we haven't done a Halloween episode yet. But anyway, one of my exes, the one that ghosted me before ghosting was a thing, who I've mentioned on this podcast before, he ghosted me, pretended he didn't know who I was. I would call his phone and he'd be like, who is this? You know, cool. We had no closure. There wasn't even a breakup. He just ghosted me, just disappeared from my life. The next thing that I knew of was that he was engaged to a Primark version of myself it was literally a joke like how much this girl was like me but just the Primark version like there was I I guess the Prada the Dolce the Fenty (laughs) do you think mate you say Primark version do you think you just judged her like how do you know because she looks like me but she's just not as shiny do you do like a similar line of work or anything we don't have a similar line of work so basically same skin color same hair which is easy if you're Punjabi. come on we all look the same don't we no we hardly me and you don't look alike babe we do could be family if i walked with you outside we could say we're family i know we could get away with it but we don't look like alike like we don't look how you and your mum look alike no but that's jeans (laughs) <laughs> all right all right man that's the levi's 501s she yeah she's the same religion as me like he's not the same religion as me like i just thought it was very like oh okay you've literally found someone who's exactly same height as me same build skinny like i was skinny then anyway skinny i was just like wow and you found this girl and now you're getting engaged to her so how long did it take for him to move on dude he must have there was an overlap and when i looked into it and like his mates did admit that he was cheating on me but um he didn't let them know that he was still with me so they didn't know either what a disgusting piece of poopy and this this is the wildest thing is that sometimes you don't even know you're being cheated on you find out afterwards you just like you could be happy in your relationship and then two years later it was two years later that i found out but i found out he was cheating on me with another girl but then he married her so he must have cheated on that girl as well with this one so he was like all over the place this guy so they had two kids yeah one of these kids he's named after me the other kid was named 
a name that we said that we would name our imaginary children. Maybe he's got no imagination. Maybe he hasn't. Maybe he, he hasn't. The first name that he could think of. But the thing that gets worse, and the reason why I'm talking about hauntings, yeah? So he ghosted me, but he still haunts me to this day. And it's been over a decade since our breakup. I've been in a very serious relationship since that. He knew I was in a serious relationship. He's had babies. While his wife was pregnant, and I figured this out from Facebook and stuff like that, he was pranking me. This guy would prank call me, not from a number, so I couldn't block the number. He would call me from withheld number and breathe. Just breathe. He wouldn't talk. I knew it was him because there was no other ex in my life. He was the ex. So he was like, this is so bait that you're doing this. And I'd be like, hello, hello, I'm going to call the police. I'm going to do this. I'd even give the phone to my dad. My dad would pick up the phone. He'd still do it. Like he just, it wouldn't stop. And I was very young then. Like you can tell because I was giving the phone to my dad. Then it was like when I got into my relationship, my then boyfriend answered the phone. And that was the only time he spoke. And he spoke and he was like, who the fuck is this? And my boyfriend was like, who the fuck is this? And I told him his name. So he told him, he spoke to him by his name. And that was when he was like, who are you? Then it kind of stopped again. Then when he's caught wind that I am not in this relationship anymore, the pranking was always there. Yeah, It was always there to the point where sometimes I used to feel like I was being followed because it would always happen at times where I'd be by myself. You know, I'd be alone. And I'd just think, oh my God, is he mm. in Hammersmith right now? Like, because I'm in Hammersmith right now or like whatever. So it was, it was very, very scary because obviously it's someone just breathing down the phone to you and you're like, what's going on? Then there were times where I was like, maybe it isn't him because you just don't know, right? So when I got out of this relationship, he started calling me and I don't know what happened over lockdown this guy decided over 10 years later to start talking on the phone. And he's like, hello, hey, meh. And I was just like... Same guy. And he's just like, hey, how are you? Yeah. He's like, hey, how are you? He's like, I just wanted to check in on you and make sure you're all right. And I was like, what? Over 10 years later, you want to check that I'm all right? After you ghosted me, pretending you didn't know who I was, you want to ask me if I'm all right? He was like, yeah, I just... What did he say to this? He was taking it. He was just like, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. And I was just like, okay. I was like, can I just ask you something? Is there any reason for this harassment? He's like, I'm not harassing you. I was like, dude, you've been prank calling me for this long. He's like, no, I haven't. I was like, what? He's been prank calling me then. So he denied the whole thing of prank calling me. And he was like, yeah, I just wanted to see how you are. Then I was telling him what a fuck boy he was, how I knew he had cheated on me. And I cussed him and I was like, I had shit in my eyes. I thought you were like amazing, but you ain't shit. I look back on my life and I'm like, you ain't shit, mate. You don't deserve a hello from me, whatever. And he was just like, all right, cool. So um, are we going to meet or what? I'm just like, huh? So I think he thinks in his head that he was going to hook up with me. I don't know where this, what level, I don't, I don't think this guy is okay. So yeah, there's that. Yeah. But then there's a thing of like, this has happened to a couple of my friends where they've been with guys, they've ended the relationship, even though the guys have said mean things, ended the relationship, walked away from the relationship, they'll still call them on their birthdays. They'll send them birthday cards. It's the thing of um, when people do that, even though I don't understand why you would go to someone and then come back. Some people keep the door open a little bit so they can come back whenever they want. And also it's kind of like training a dog, which we'll chat about a little bit later. If you show someone it's okay, if you not okay, but if you um, let them back or even not let them back back, but you know, if you entertain them when they do try and come back, you're not firm with them. They'll keep coming back because you, you're training them that it's okay. A hundred percent. And in this situation, like I haven't actually ever allowed him yeah. to come back. Oh, by the way, that's not me like shaming you or saying, but I'm just, I just know that. Yeah. No, no, no. I know. And it goes with what he was saying to me where he was like, oh, like, are we going to meet up or what? Because he thought I was having banter with him by cussing him. He thought it was banter. Why does he think you're owed to him? I have no idea. Then I just thought maybe this is just what he's been doing. Because I remember when I was with him, I remember I found numbers in his phone and it was like, ho number one, ho number two, ho number three. 
So I feel like he's got girls on rotation. He just thought I was going to be one of those girls who at some point would join that rotation. That's disgusting. You might be honing before me. <laughs> no, I'm probably number 21 or something. Do you know what I mean? So I'm just, I'm kind of like, maybe that was what it was. But then it's, I feel like it's also really weird that his child is named after half of my name. Like he's named the other child a name that we said we would name our kid. It's just very scary. It's just very strange. Everyone was always like, why aren't you changing your number? Change your number. The number I have, I've had it since I was 13. I'm really attached to it. I love my number. And I just feel like it's nice that anyone who wants to get in touch with me from my life, who has been in my life, can if they want to. And why should I change my fucking number, which is, I see it as part of my identity. I'm just like, why should I change it? I have found one way of fixing this. And that was in your iPhone. There is a way where you can, any number that isn't stored in your phone, if they call you, it just you get it as a missed call. You get a notification as a missed call. It won't actually ever ring. Because when he would ring me, it would be like 21 calls at a time, like within, with a one second gap. It'd be like, so I couldn't do anything. Like, so this has really helped. So that's, that's my solution to it. But I still don't understand why people do it. You know, calling people in a row. I swear I used to do that when I was at school, but I would never do that now. Call one, but you will call once and you wouldn't come back. Yeah, you'd call once. And I think if it's very urgent, you'd call twice. But then I was going to say, is this a brown boy thing? I feel like brown boys used to do that when I was like a teenager. Is it Bollywood? Has Bollywood fucked brown men up so they think that they should harass women to get with women? I don't know. I think it's also the thought of the one that got away or like, People romanticise something, what it could be or what it will be. Oh, they've gone now and da-da-da, what it could, you know? So I think maybe he's there. Maybe he thinks you're the one who got away. But, I mean, he clearly hasn't changed. And I really don't think you're missing out, mate, at all. From what you've just said. I mean, I'm not missing out. I'm just like, why are you still pranking my phone, mate? The number thing, if I was you, I would have, I probably would have changed my number already, but... Now I'm really stubborn. Yeah, now I wouldn't change if if someone ha- if, if I had like an altercation with someone and they were bothering me, maybe I wouldn't do that now. But in the past, I've changed my number a lot, loads of times on purpose, so people can't contact me. I've never changed my number ever. I've changed my number most times when I get out of a breakup. Oh wow. Okay, I'm just too stubborn. I just, I don't want to do it. I think what I'm saying thank you next to you here is men who have psychotic tendencies and will haunt you. I wanted to say as well, on the flip side, your point is all about if they ghost you, that doesn't mean that they won't haunt you. Even if people don't ghost you, they still haunt you. You know, with their presence always around, coming into contact. You know, people know people. It's always connections. But by haunting, I mean like literally they are not leaving you alone. They are prank calling you. They are... They're borderline stalking you, but it's not proper stalking. So you can't really be like, hey, Mr. Police Officer, this person is stalking me. They turned up at my work or whatever. Well, this is what Michaela Cole says, doesn't she? And I may assure you, these people dance on the line of like Mm. grey because they can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's the thing. And that's what I mean by haunting. And it's like, I don't think anyone talks about how you can actually deal with that stuff. In all honesty, I still don't know because I'm still dealing with it. And I, I don't I don't know what to do to make him go away. I feel like I've just accepted it that this is... It's here. It's going to be there. I'm going to get missed calls on my phone now. At least my phone doesn't ring when he calls me anymore. I guess you've done the best of it that you can, that you've controlled it in a way, that way of like making sure your phone doesn't ring. That's so annoying. Imagine if it was actually ringing. And also, what does he want to talk about? There's nothing to talk about. I mean, usually he never used to even talk. He would just be like, (sighs) 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 (sighs)
I, I don't think he's the exception. I feel like there are a lot of men out there that do this, and I mean, I'm hearing about it still from my from, from my friends. So they know that you've been you've blocked the number that you do have for them, so they'll call off a different number. Yeah, or they'll just do the pranking. I used to get that stuff a lot when I was younger, like when I was a teenager. You know, it feels like a very young problem, doesn't it? But my mates and me, we're in our thirties. Like, and I'm like, this is still happening to us. Yeah. What's your friend's age? They're just getting prank calls too. They're getting calls from different numbers and then it's prank calls and they're blocking all the numbers, but magically there'll always be a number. But yeah, there's stuff about you like not feeling safe in your own home, like feeling like you're being stalked or watched because someone is harassing you is not nice. So I would suggest to anybody who is going through the same stuff to seek some advice and maybe speak to the police. Yeah. And I think that is going to be the next step that I take because I want it to go away. I want it to stop. What are you saying? Thank you next to Raj. The stalkers, the lurkers, the undercover lovers do they think they love us i don't know what the fuck you lot think you're doing the haunters any hauntings that are not related to bly manor thank you next bye thank you next we're on to our next lesson which is brought to you by hardy hello one taught me sharing is not necessarily caring this better not be about food it's not about food actually it's about opinions Ooh. As I'm saying this, my mind is flashing to all the times I have told people my opinion on their partner and the times people have told me their opinion on my partner. Was it asked for? Did you ask for it though? No. You never ask. Oh, do you never? Oh, wait. There's been times where I've had a problem and I've gone to someone and I've been like, that's clearly when I want some advice. There's a lot of time people give you an opinion of your partner when you've not asked for it. Mm. I was actually really hurt by this. So... When I was younger, I had like a long time friend who was like 10 years older than me and she made a comment about my partner, which played on like an insecurity that I had about our relationship. Like I remember it now and I still, it still hurts me that she said that. What everyone wants out of a relationship is different. There's been so many times like in my life where I have said my opinion to somebody else about their partner and it's done nothing but drive our relationship, drive us away from each other. It's never helped because... People have this thing, like, when it's their partner, they're so protective over them. People have this, like, Bonnie Clyde, us against the world vibe. So when you say something about someone else's partner, they do not want to listen, me included. I didn't want to listen to when my friend said that. There are people in my life where our relationships have been, like, pretty much destroyed, not been the same, because I shared my opinion on their relationship, which is... Not my place, but I was young at the time, so I thought it was my place. Um, but yeah, more recently, uh, my friend, I told him that I didn't like his partner. Was there a reason why that you didn't like the partner, though? They started seeing someone. They know I don't think that person is good for them. And there's loads of reasons why this person isn't good for him. But then it turns out that because I said that, he can't then come to me for support. And he doesn't feel comfortable telling me anything about the relationship so it's actually driving us apart like say if I had a massive work thing going on right now and I couldn't talk to you about it because you didn't care or something in such a way he thinks now he can't come to me for support and yeah it kind of just destroys the relationship by doing that I did go back then and then say I think I kind of said like I overstepped my mark it's none of my business you do what you do you're grown up you can make your own decisions it isn't my business 
what they do and who they see that's their life but when you care about someone sometimes it's hard to just like sit back and watch them do stuff that you don't agree with but at the same time this person has watched me do make some really stupid decisions and you know they've still supported me and they've still been there for me and that's the main thing like being there as a support like you don't want to be x'd out for support for them if they need it because they might need you one day and they might feel like they can't I feel like when you when you tell someone that you don't like their partner or whatever, you kind of just get X'd out of that part of their life. And, it you know, you slowly start moving away. And then it's like, what can you even talk about anymore? Because people's partner become their life, obviously, like a big, massive part of their life. Have you had a situation like this when you've shared an opinion on someone else's partner or they've like told you what they think of yours? Yeah, yeah. I, OK, I remember one time when someone shared an opinion on my partner and it wasn't even an opinion. She was just so rude. Like I must have said, oh, he's really, he's really hot, isn't he? And she went, he's not hot, but he's all right for you. And that really like pissed me off because it's not even, you You said that about my ex last night, mate. No, but he's your ex, man. Like, And you were going on about his eyes and all of this. And Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You can't see someone's eyes from a picture, can you? All right, it's fine, it's fine. But he's your ex, he wasn't, he's not your current babe. But this was someone, you know, who I was like, I'm going to marry this guy, la-di-da. And she was, she was so rude. And it, it really made me just think, you know what? I have been here for you when you've been doing really shitty things like and I've still been here for you and I've not judged you for it but now that I've found an inch of happiness you're reacting like this and it's fucking pathetic Mm. and I swear to god it was one of the things that killed our relationship off to be honest that relationship needed to die for a very long time because it was Mm. that relationship was just about what she says goes and that was it sharing an opinion on a partner the way they look though that's just like that's quite low like it's not a real cares? thing it if they were if they'd done something to you if it was genuinely i don't like the way he speaks to you raj he's being disrespectful fine i'm gonna take that that's great thank you for sharing that with me because maybe i didn't realize that he's speaking to me like that mm. but it wasn't along those lines and that was something where i was just like fuck you man but the thing that you've just said and this is why i'm slightly like me because sometimes your friends cannot recognize what's going on in their relationship or the way that their partner is speaking to them until you point it out and you'd be like why did he overreact when you said that or why is he speaking to you like this or Mm. things like that and I know we didn't want to talk about abuse but I'm gonna have to because it's a blatant thing of abuse most victims when they're in those situations and you it doesn't mean like you're a victim you're fucking you've made yourself a victim no it just means that sometimes when someone's talking to you like that in a relationship and you're used to hearing it you don't hear it for what it is until someone... Yeah, and if you've grown up where that's yeah, okay. Yeah, and it's not, even, it's not even about how you grow up. Sometimes you just it, you just fall into a relationship and you think that that's banter, but it's not. Mm. But your mates are like, why are you letting him talk to you like that? Mm. It was stuff that people said to me after I got out of my relationship that I was just a bit like, why didn't you tell me this when I was in my relationship? When people are in it, though, they don't want to listen. That's what they kept saying to me. But I genuinely would have loved to have had that pointed out to me so I could have woken up a little bit earlier than I did Mm. the other thing is like my me and my mate we went through very very similar issues with our recent relationships and stuff and she really wanted to get revenge and I was like don't get revenge don't do it it's not gonna be good for you you're just holding on to stuff you need to let go of it we know we kept like egging each other on and giving each other advice and whatever and this week she has also tried to get revenge she's done it she told me one half of it one day and then the other half of it the other day and I was a bit speechless and I was just like, I don't really know what to say. And she was like, don't ever tell me not to get revenge again on anyone. 
And I was like, well, it doesn't really matter what I tell you because you're not going to listen anyway. So it doesn't matter like what I say to you or what I don't say. And I was like, actually, but from now on, I'm just going to keep my opinions to myself because it's just messy. Yeah. This is like an exercise with my friend right now of not making their problem mine. They didn't tell me to start off with that they were like seeing this person again because they wanted to figure it out in their head and obviously know what's going on, which is obviously everyone is entitled. They don't even need to tap. Why should they tell me? It's none of my fucking business. But at the same time, I think they were also aware of everyone else's opinion and being like, being like ashamed, feel it like everyone else is going to feel like disappointed in them. But the thing is at the end of the day, an opinion is just an opinion. Obviously you care about her. So well, even people who care about you don't have your best interest. But so I just think it's that thing of you got to just be like, all right, I've said it once. I'm not going to say it again. I don't want that person to tomorrow feel how I felt after my relationship when everyone had all this shit to say afterwards, but no one wanted to say it. That happens every time. But, yeah, I just think I just think don't if you if you don't say it to me while I'm in it, don't fucking come and say it to me afterwards. People are blind though when they're in relationships, especially like. But if you're not even going to bother to try to say it, if you genuinely think something's concerning, mm. don't say it afterwards. That is just fucking pathetic. Yeah, you can encourage your friends all you want to read as many books as you want to go to as much therapy and do this, that, and the other, and you know, egg them on, egg them on. But unless it's coming from them inside them and they really want to make a change of like the shit that they've been doing and repeating the same mistakes, then that's up to them. I don't want her to feel like she can't talk to me about it because I want her to talk to me about it, but I just have to be careful that I'm not being harsh me and being like why are you doing this like da, 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 da. just with my situation my friend was too scared to talk to me because they thought I was so judgmental of their situation that they were not going to speak to me about it and then I was like well that's even worse like you don't want to yeah. create a situation where people can't even feel like they can talk to you because then they feel alone like who can they go to for support or whatever what are you saying thank you next to I am saying thank you next to giving your opinion sharing your opinion when other people don't want to hear it and also is your opinion even that valid? Like, I mean, when you're a close friend, maybe, but sometimes it's not. Like, if you're commenting on whether someone's hot or not, shut your mouth. No one asked you that. I'm just going to say, yeah, share it once, but you don't need to repeat it. I think that's also hard though as well, right? Just on the sideline. Because if someone, you, if I, so if I started seeing someone and you told me they were a dickhead, then I'll always have it in the back of my mind that you don't like them. It only takes one comment and then I'm like, oh, she don't like them now. This is just it, isn't it? I think context comes into it. And it's like, if someone's saying, okay, I don't like how he speaks to you or something like that, fair enough. But I would never say, oh, he's a dickhead. Do you know what I mean? What about like, oh, you deserve better or like you said, they're not good looking or... No, I wouldn't say... No, I don't think... I think all of that stuff is very um, subjective to the person. Like being attractive is... Uh, what I think is attractive is different to what you think is attractive. So that that stuff doesn't matter. The only thing that matters to me is like if, if someone's treating you well and with respect or whatever, but if someone's speaking to you disrespectfully, like... Of course I'm going to say, I will say it to you once at least. Yeah, yeah. And I, w I would plant that seed because I don't want, I don't want you to tomorrow say to me when it's over and I, I've got my little two pence in it. And then you're going to be like, well, you didn't say that when I was with him. I would, I would never, I would never allow you to say that because I would always be like, I would plant the seed. I'd be like, oh, he, he's a bit rude. Why was he rude? Thank you. Next. So we're going to get on to our next lesson. Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm not ready. Come on, come in, mate. Come on. One taught me. I can still do me while I'm in a relationship. This is a big mistake that a lot of people make, isn't it? It's a big mistake I fucking make. My whole life goes out the window. I don't think it's just you. I think it's such a common thing. And it's one of those things that 
um, you know, we talk about codependency and stuff, but codependent relationships are created so easily. And in fact, when I looked at Hinge the other day, I was looking at someone's profile and he was like, I'll know it's real when. And he wrote, mm. we're the only other people that we talk to. We spend all of our time together, blah, 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 blah. And, all, <gasps> and it was describing a very, very toxic situation. I was like, oh, this boy needs help. <sighs> I, yeah, I've definitely like slipped into that. Like, well, I don't. There's been times where I don't, don't really exercise. There's been times I was thinking about it yesterday when I was crossing the road. Like, I once called in sick to work because I was with someone. Oh, that was bad. That's bad. That's one of my lowest. What do you mean? You called in sick, but like, surely I've called sickies to spend time with Maya. Oh, okay. Then all right. all right, all right. I think that's normal. Like, when it's like, if one of you is sick, the other one pulls a sickie to just be like, let's be sick together and let's watch Netflix. Or, oh, I wasn't sick. Uh, what were you doing? Uh, I think I'd, we'd stayed up really late and I was too tired to go into work, so I called in sick. Oh, so you weren't spending your day together? Oh, no, then we did spend our day together. Oh, no, that's, that's fine. I think that's normal. Uh, I wouldn't do it again. I would never do that. Well, maybe I would. Who knows? Uh, well, I'm freelance now, so. Okay, so tell me, tell me the ways that you weren't doing you when you were in a relationship. Being like on my own now, I have a really good self-care routine. I see my friends very regularly. I spend so much time on work, like, you know, like the podcast and like doing other things like our social media, my social media, TikTok, like investing in my interests. Like today, me and you were like, oh, we're going to go on this Ruby core thing at 6 p.m. Like, you know, like workshops and all these things. But I can find when I'm in somebody else's company, even like if I'm I like to be in the moment and enjoy other people's company. So I, a lot of the time, as soon as I met my friend yesterday as well, phone goes on airplane mode and all of my concentration is on the person I'm with. When I'm in a relationship, that also happens. Sometimes I start like prioritizing our time more than anything else. Like I find that a lot of my happiness then comes from the relationship or I'm just trying to seek it within the relationship or trying to create it within the relationship and not looking elsewhere for like all the other places you can get happiness. But one of my exes was very, very good at reading and listening to podcasts and studying, working, working out, spending time like cooking and making food. And I think at the time I probably didn't appreciate it. And I probably was like, oh, you don't make time for me. All these things are so much more important than me. But now looking back, I'm like, oh, he was doing it right. Like that's the way it should be. Like, you know, you make time for all these things and your relationship is a part of this big spectrum of what is your life. So yeah, even though I didn't learn it back then, I think I've learned it now that I should still make time for me and do all my own stuff when I'm in a relationship. This sounds so like preschool, like, of course it should be this way. It doesn't though, because I feel like when I've been in relationships, I've I've done the same thing as you. And I mean, my previous relationship, we did, we spent all our time together. Even when I would meet my mates, he would show up mm. and he would tag along or whatever. And that really pissed my mates off, but no one told me and I didn't think anything of it because... I find it really irritating when someone brings out, it's our time, not their time. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, I know that now, but I didn't know that then. So yeah, there, it, it would just be us spending all our time together and whatever, whatever. And I didn't really have time for anyone else. Mm. And if anyone else was around, they just became part of our time rather than it was like, oh, me and yours special time or whatever, whatever. But I remember one time when I was, this was when I was in sixth form and I was offered a internship at ITV. This is like Lauren in the hills. And she stayed. Oh my God. And she I stayed. Love, I did a Lauren. I did a Lauren. You did a Lauren. I was so pissed And Yeah. That. And I, yeah, I was offered this internship at ITV. It was a really excited internship. And I said no. And do you know why I said no? Because in my head I was like, um, this guy is someone my parents won't approve of. So I'm going to go to university, which my parents will approve of. I'm going to get my degree, which my parents will approve of. 
and I'm going to come home and get married to this guy. So my degree will be my bargaining. Mm. And it was so dumb because I just think I ended up working at ITV anyway years later, but I could, my career could have been completely different and I would have kickstarted and I was so like, oh, I was so ready to go. And it was just like, I just, I let that go because I had this whole life mapped out with this twat of a boy. Did he did he know that you had this internship? I think he knew. Yeah, everyone everyone at school knew that I'd been offered this this internship. Someone else took it in the end. Because that's a massive deal. Like somewhere like somewhere like ITV when you're young. Bearing in mind, I was at school in Southall. Yeah, no one got offered this sort of shit. It was just like, oh, okay, this is cool. It must have been a diversity scheme, but we didn't know any better then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking. I was thinking that. <laughs> you know what I mean, this is sick, but um, it's fine. Whatever, you know, shit happens. But it's, it's a lesson. And yeah, Lauren is like a massive lesson in herself. Like if you have to pick between spending summer with a boy or Teen Vogue, going to Paris with Teen Vogue, you pick going to Paris with Teen Vogue. I don't know, because your heart, your heart, um, yeah, I, I did Camp America actually. So I did that when I was in a relationship. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, the whole summer I spent like missing my ex. I was like, oh, I just wish. I, co- I couldn't enjoy the time. Oh my God. Now I would try and cultivate a relationship where I would enjoy the time, mm. but also like make have space. Yeah, I wasn't like living in the moment. Like everyone else would like go out and get pissed, and I'd just be like sleeping or on the phone to him or something. Oh no! Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. That was the the opportunity I did waste a little bit. I mean, I had a great time traveling and meeting new people and like working with kids and stuff. It was great. But um, I didn't make the most of being like a young kid. A young kid out there living that bug juice life. Did you watch that show? Bug juice? No. Oh, man. You didn't think I was going to pull out that Lauren one, did you? You didn't fucking think I knew about that. I loved that. I love that you pulled out Lauren. I fucking love the hills. You didn't think I had that one in me, did you? Oh, I love the hills. I was like, yo. I guess from you live in London, so maybe things are a bit more like accessible to you. But like, I have taken opportunities that have taken me far or away. But I only did that because he was away. I was like, well, he's away, so I've got nothing else to do anyway. But if he was at home, I'd probably stay at home. See, this is this is the problem, man. This is the problem. This is a problem. I won't be doing but that. You recognised it. You I rec- won't be doing that now. I have these plans to do certain things. There's certain things I want to do that are in the states. They're not here. And if I met someone now, like, yeah, he's just going to have to understand that. I'm still going. Well, that's the thing. It's like a journey, isn't it? Take them with you if they want to come. You can go on holiday. Yeah. Or he's just got to be comfortable with the space and being long distance for a bit. Or he can come and visit. Or... I actually fully rate long distance. I've never done it. So I can't, I don't know. But I just, have you read the book, The Alchemist? No. I highly recommend it. But in the book, The Alchemist, they talk about love and they're like, you know, real love, it can wait for you. Like if it's real, if it's going to be meaningful and honest and pure and all of those things you want from love, mm. it will just wait. It does. It won't. You don't have to put your work or your life's journey on hold for love. I think you should grow in love. And if that means personal growth, then fucking go and grow, go and bloom like a flower. That's beautiful, man. It's from my favorite Tyler um, song, you know, I rock, I roll, I bloom, I grow, I glow. I just want to say as well, yeah, creating a codependent situation and ditching your own life when you get into a relationship. I have definitely as well, this is bad, like ditched your mates uh, for somebody else um, when you're in love. Like the, the thing is, yeah, you always get, you, your friends have got to accept. Maybe not now at my big age and with all the growth and all that. Maybe now they wouldn't accept it. But like I was talking to my mom the other day about, one of my closest friends now and how like I said yes to her birthday 
And then when it came to her birthday, I think the situation I just explained about um, calling in sick to work and I was too tired. That was on the weekend of her birthday, but she didn't mind because we weren't like that close then. But like we laugh and I was like, if I did that to you now, and she's like, nah, mate, that would not be okay. Like, yeah, I think that's, that's not cool if you're missing your mate's birthdays and stuff. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not the one in me. No, no. but I, I've, I've definitely been guilty of doing that, of um, ditching my friends. For. yeah i don't think i'd ditch them but if you asked them they'd probably say i ditch them yeah, yeah. <laughs> all righty so what are you saying thank you next to i am saying thank you next to not doing me making time for me and doing my own shit when i'm in a relationship which i'm not in slide in the dms if you want to know slide in the dm no i actually don't slide in my dms because i'm really i don't even you love that shit what the all right next all right listen you deserve a big up because you've been listening to thank you next so we're bigging you up all right clap oh well done thank you that was not the sound of my ass cheeks slapping thank you thank you for listening Make sure you share this episode with that friend who don't listen to your advice. Just send this to them instead so they know why you ain't giving them advice anymore. Yeah, you can also send it to that wank stain that's been haunting you or... Wank stains feel disgusting, isn't it? It Sounds so crusty. Mm, Well, that's that's how haunting feels. If you like what you heard, which obviously you did, because if you didn't, piss off. Uh, hit subscribe actually don't piss off Uh, hit subscribe in Spotify Apple or wherever you listen to your podcast and don't forget to give us a review we've had so many nice reviews so many nice reviews and you know there's the reason why we're talking about the reviews is because there's a prize for the review Hardeep is gonna cut off her split ends and send them to you the prize for the best review is a bag of my hair so the latest review that we've had yeah uh, which is pretty good based as a guy I didn't think I could connect with this but I was wrong. Some good banter and insightful things. Uh, all good banter. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Thank you to the men who listen to this podcast and the women because we thought this was going to be just a girly thing. But, but hey, man, if this is the man demo here, respect. Respect. Thank you for thank you for listening. And um, also, one thing I want to know is how are we going to get the hair? Because we don't even know the person's contact details. No, we'll, we'll announce it on the podcast. We'll announce the winner and then we'll do a, a worldwide search for the winner. All right, okay, cool. Announcement for who will win my hair, TBC. TBC. Oh, actually, should we set an end date on this? End of Jan. End of Jan. End of the month, guys. We're giving you to the end of the month, and then someone's going to win Hardeep's hair. If you want Hardeep's hair, maybe you want to create a wig out of it. Maybe you want to... Clone me. Oh, sorry, clone. I thought you said climb me. I was like, okay. Basically, till the end of Jan, guys, get, get, get your shit in. Get your shit in. We'll be back next week with more shit. We want to say thank you next to you. Remember to holler at us and let us know what you're saying. Thank you next to you can email us, BTW, or leave a voice note. Cause we actually want to hear we actually want to hear people's voices. So please do that. Our email address is hi H I. Thank you next podcast at gmail.com. Or you can DM us on socials. We are at thank you next pod on Insta, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. We share really fun stuff on all of our socials, so... Totally fun. Come and find us, okay? So we're going to go now. We're off to not start our January detox because we don't do that shit. I'm off to have pizza. I don't know about you. I'm going to have a little nap 
and change my pad. Roger, Roger's off to change her pad. I'm going to have some pizza. I need to hang my clothes up as well. So. All right, cool, guys. See you later. Thanks for... Uh,